Hey guys, just want to let you know this is a clip from my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash crimson60620. Check it out. If you want to see some of my other videos, if you want to see some of my art as I'm doing it, or if you want to actually just get more of me, thank you. You know when you see somebody that just has some like bad takes and they just like take their shit completely off of the internet? Do you know Prager you actually took that video that I did that I, I responded to about Robert E. Lee? I think they took it off the internet because it was just such a bad fucking take. And I don't know, guys. It's just like it's just like wow, like do they not see this shit or not understand like like, they know people have access to the internet, like shit on YouTube, where, of course, of course, the um, the algorithm actually gets you to look down certain shit. But, um, man, like, prayer you sometimes, dog, like, we see your evidence online of the shit that you do or the shit that you say. Now, here's the thing. This is, um, I want to say this is, yeah, okay. This is from November. And um, this is the, the, the this is why I have an issue with PragerU, and I'm gonna be honest with you, because they use fear mongering, the and it's it's a special type of fear mongering. They use a fear mongering of, ooh, you're gonna be called racist, and that's the worst thing in the world to be, while literally doing racist shit. Now I don't know if you guys heard about the 1619 project. The 1619 project was talking about how one of the key factors that a lot of um, that led to, you know, some of the decisions for America becoming its own country and certain shit was racism. 1619 was the year of the first African slaves to the shores of America. And it's more of a theory and it actually won um award i forget what award was it was a theory that hey because england was trying to phase out slavery and the u.s wanted to keep its slaves um the u.s you know fought for independence not only just for that but they also wanted to be masters of their own destiny and shit like that but it was a power move and part of that power move was keeping slaves and it's been studied and some evidence shows some evidence against, but it's not been completely debunked. But we're gonna have the great mind at PragerU actually debunk it. So let's hear it. Have you heard of the 1619 Project? It was published by the New York Times in August of 2019. It won the Pulitzer Prize for commentary in 2020. Pulitzer Prize. Its thesis. The United States was founded in 1619 when the first slave was brought to North America. Now, and again, that's actually a little bit of argument at, at um, absurdum. We all know that the U.S. declared independence, declaration of war, in 1776. We know that. But what the 1619 Project was saying literally was that Hey, this is this is a start to let us down that path. So let's continue. Wait, that brings up some questions. What happened to 1776? 
to July 4th, the Declaration of Independence, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, and James Madison. According to the... All of which hit slaves. Fuck. Fuck. George Washington was a bastard. There, You know, there was a law in New York that you have to free your slaves after six months. And every six months before he moved down to Mount Vernon, he would take his slaves outside the state. Or is it New York or Philadelphia? I forget which one. But after, and, and then bring him back to reset the clock. But yeah, yeah. The 1619 Project, the Founding Fathers pushed for all that life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness stuff. To Except for the people that were slaves. Except for the people that were slaves. Shit, except for, like, women, except, except for the natives. Like, no, you was rich and you was white and you had land. Of course, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Except Thomas Paine. Thomas Paine was a proto-socialist or proto-communist, but he was he was a weird one because he, you know he wanted everybody to be free. But you know, we we couldn't have that shit. But let's continue. Protect their slave holdings, independence from England. That was just a smokescreen. To them, everything that's wrong with America is tied to her original sin of slavery, from segregation to traffic jams. Yes, traffic jams for the sixteen nineteen. And again, uh, and I'm gonna slow it down. I thought I would have to speed it up, but. I'm gonna slow it down. This this is this is literally not giving you the full context of it. Now, what the 1619 Project actually said that what you would see is more African Americans living in densely populated areas where they had to actually live close to the city center in order to be able to make it to, 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 to different work, working jobs when we had a, a different type of economy. And they had that packed in into housing because it's fucking true. I literally live in Chicago where it's such dense housing and traffic is so bad in some certain areas because, hey, you guess what? It's low income. It's cheap densely populated areas because of racial inequalities. It's not like that in the suburbs, which I lived in for 10 years. But they're not going to tell you that part. They're not going to tell you that a lot of African-Americans, Hispanics are in areas where it's just densely populated because that's, that's where public transportation was or that was where the high highways or the expressway were to actually get to jobs. But let's continue. Teen Project authors, racism is not a part of the American experience. It is the American experience. Is this true? Let's look at three of the project's major claims. One, preserving slavery was the real cause of the American Revolution. If you ask the founders why they no longer wanted to be a British colony, they would have given you a long list of reasons. Taxation without representation, conflicts over debts from the French and Indian War, and the Stamp Act would be just a few. Okay. So, conflicts over the French and Indian War. Guess what happened during the French and Indian War? Guess what the Americans wanted to do? They wanted to kill people. The reason why it's called the French and Indian War is because guess what we fought against? We fought against fucking Canada. Why did we fight against, fight against Canada? Because we wanted to dominate them. Wow. 
And get and guess what? The, why was it called the French and Indian War? Because the British and the French, or excuse me, the French actually went to the Aboriginals, the Native Americans, and says, "Hey, help us fight against these motherfuckers from taking more land." The Stamp Act, taxation without representation. The American colonies were making a lot of fucking money off of, you know, sugar. And the Stamp Act had to do with taxation or uh, or taxation on different, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry, I, I may be confusing it, but I believe the, tax, the Stamp Act had to do with what was not the stamps as you get in mail, but the actual official official products from england where you can actually get so you know black markets popped up and people had an issue because they wanted to get around the taxes and the official stamp acts i'm just saying it sounds as if more of the people who wanted revolution wanted to keep profits for themselves what no and what were they using to make the profits Give you a hint. They were they were using people to make the profits. People that they didn't want to pay because that cut into their profits. But let's continue. Probably most important was the burning desire to be free to chart their own destiny as a sovereign nation. That shit sounds familiar. I wonder who else had that fucking I don't know desire to have agency. I seem to think it was a confederate confederate oh the confederacy fuck let's continue protecting slavery slavery was not under threat from the british in fact britain didn't free the slaves in its overseas colonies until 1833 50 whoa wait 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 notice that little sly little little jab there they didn't free the slaves from their overseas economy until 1833. It's almost as if they had already freed the slaves in the home country and were trying to work to free them across the globe. Hmm. Seven years later, after the Declaration of Independence, yes, the subject of slavery was hotly debated at the Constitutional Convention. But that was after the war was won. Two. It's almost as if it was a topic that they needed to talk about because it was important. Oh, wait, it was. Slavery made America rich. Slavery made some Americans rich, true enough. Eli Yale, for example, made a fortune in the slave trade. He donated money and land for the university that is named after him. Slavery made... George Washington rich, slavery made Thomas Jefferson rich. It made a lot of the founding fathers rich because they sold shit without having to pay their workers. Let's continue. But the institution of slavery didn't make America rich. In fact, the slave system badly slowed the economic development of half the country. As economist Thomas Sowell points out, in 18... Thomas Sowell is a... 
He was Candace Owens before Candace Owens actually existed. He is a, a he's a, a student of Milton Friedman. I said, fuck this guy, fuck this guy, and this whole thing of using oh this black economist who is okay with the subjugation of other people. He says this subjugation wasn't that bad. Hmm. Fuck Thomas Sowell. 1860, just one year before the Civil War began, the South had only one-sixth as many factories as the North. Almost 90% of the country's skilled, well-paid laborers and professionals were based in the North. Banking, railroads, manufacturing, all were concentrated in the North. It's, oh my God, like really? Really? This is what you're going to say. But a lion's share of the raw materials that were used in the textile factories in the North were coming from the South. How the fuck do you think cotton actually was a thing? A, the lion's share of shit like sugar, cotton, all these profit crops were coming from the South. And yes, there were petty teapot dictators or plantation owners that were incredibly wealthy. But let's continue. The South was an economic backwater and the cost of abolishing slavery was enormous, not merely in. I don't give a fuck the monetary value. Like, is this really what the hill that they're going to die on? That it costs too much to free the slaves. Wow. Let let me. I may have paused at an incorrect in 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 an in, in inconvenient time. Let's hear this shit. In terms of dollars, Lincoln borrowed billions to pay for it. But also in terms of human life, three hundred sixty thousand Union soldiers died in order to free four million slaves. That works out to about one soldier in blue for every ten slaves freed. It's hard to look at that butcher's bill and conclude that the nation turned a profit from slavery. And many things have happened since 1865. Wow. Did he just really... Wow. Wow. Did he just really say this shit? Like, how do you say that shit? How do you just, like, say, wow? Like, how? Fucking how? How do you even say that shit? Like, well, uh, it, it costs. How do you say, how do you equivocate actually the, because he said it, Union soldiers. How do you equate one life for another as if you're weighing them on the fucking scales of fucking uh, uh, the, 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 the fucking scales like that. Guess what could have just happened? The South could have just freed the slaves and called it a fucking day. That's, that's it. That's it. We wouldn't have had to go to war. We wouldn't have had so many people die. We would have had, uh, it, it, it would have been an issue. No, but no, let no. Well, the unions lost 360,000 people. Wow. Let, let's, let's fucking continue. In the almost 200 years since the Civil War, 
The population of the country has grown almost 900%, and our national GDP has increased 12,000%. Slavery did not make America rich. Three, racism. Wait, how does that even equate? Wait, how does that even equate to, how does the national debt now equate to America being rich? When they say America is rich, they're talking about a select few. The nine, the, the, the 1%. But wow, how does those two things follow? How do those two things follow? Let, let's continue. ...is an unchangeable part of America. This argument is more philosophical than scholarly, but it undergirds the entire 1619 project. It's also pernicious because it suggests that the United States is an inherently racist country that can't overcome its flaws. I mean, like, I don't know about can't, but it will take a lot of motherfucking effort that a lot of people weren't willing to do. I'm just saying it was founded on the extermination of a native population that was already here. Let's just fucking put it out there. The United States was founded on killing the Native Americans who are already here. That's just a thing. And it was built on the back of unpaid labor through slavery. And fostered in the belief in its infancy that white people are just great and everybody else deserves their place underneath them. So yeah, we would have to do a lot of motherfucking heavy lifting to change that perception. Can we do it with the right people? Maybe, but it will take some time. Yet that's exactly what it's done. Today, America is the most successful multiracial country in history. The only white majority country to elect a black president twice. Of course, so racism over. Because Barack Obama got elected and reelected. Never mind, the person that followed him directly was a racist piece of shit. But racism over, right? We don't see color anymore. Except for when the colored people are run away from the police and we shoot them in the back. Or, you know, walk into their car and we shoot them in the back. Or maybe pass off a fake $20 bill and we put our foot on their necks no 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 racism over right right progress has not always been smooth there have been terrible setbacks but to compare american attitudes about <laughs> there have been some terrible setbacks but uh we didn't get better race today to america a hundred years ago let alone to 1619 is absurd here's a fact that should be better known Two million black Africans have come to America as legal immigrants from countries like Nigeria in the last 50 years and have become one of the most successful groups in the country. Oh, my God. You know why? You know why? You know why? Because they already have money. If they can make the trip from an ocean away to America, it's because... They already have money. These aren't the the poor and huddled masses yearning to be free. 
These are people that have money. These are businessmen. These are doctors. These are lawyers that literally already have money that are coming and are living in a living in a country where they already have businesses set up. But fuck, let's continue. Why would these folks move to what is often called an evil, racist country? Because unlike many people lucky enough to be born here, they know that America is a land of opportunity for everyone. It's also only fair to note that while blacks have heroically fought for our rights, often against great odds, we haven't done it alone. A vast number of decent whites have also advanced the cause of racial equality. To cite... Yeah, they're usually, you know, people that also face racial inequality. Some of the people that have been the staunchest allies against racial injustice are our Jewish brothers and sisters. And not to shit on anybody who, like, yes, white people have helped because they've actually seen that, yes, fuck, being racist is shit. But there are a lot of people that are out there, at least, you know, a few thousand, that would love to keep racism in its place. See Washington, D.C., Wednesday, January the 6th. One of countless examples, the U.S. Senate that passed the landmark Civil Rights Act in 1964 contained 98 whites and two men of color. And they... And what happened afterwards... What, 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 what was said about the president who signed it, he said, we're going to lose the South for generations. For a generations. Little did he know, it was at least four. But let's continue. They were Asian. The great black leaders of the past, Harriet Tubman, Frederick Douglass, Booker T. Washington. Don't say Martin Luther King. Don't say Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King. Fuck! These are not the only black leaders in the past. Fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. It's like Perky you only like how? Fuck these guys. And he won't say that King was a socialist. Fucking Frederick Douglass was actually with a, a proto-socialist. Hey, did you know that, um, you know, Abraham Lincoln got fan mail from Karl, Karl Marx? Like, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? Ugh. God damn it. Never lost faith in America's promise that all people are created equal. Fuck, I just, I just, wow, wow, I just can't anymore, I can't, I can't, and besides, there's only like a minute left, so they're gonna do the, well, this is such and such from PragerU, like, PragerU just take their mask completely off, like, they, they take their mask and just throw that shit, like, like, somewhere in, like, the Pacific fucking ocean, like, Wow. This shit is fucking hilarious.
I I just don't know anymore. Like, oh God, like, is it really this? Like, do they really need to like beef up their audience so fucking much to think like there's no such thing as racism? Like, I wonder what their demographics of who watch their videos. Like, oh my God, oh my God, oh shit. Oh, how you guys doing today? Thank you for sticking with me. And if you if you haven't done already, please like and subscribe or follow. Um, if you're on YouTube, hit that little bell icon because that lets you know when I'm going live or dropping a new video. Uh, I, I try to stream every Monday, Wednesday, and um, Friday. You may catch some streams of just gaming on Saturday and Sunday. Um, just thank you guys for watching. This shit is fucking crazy. I I don't fucking know anymore. Ooh.